Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you listen to this, this is our Once More We're Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today, Eddie, we're doing Season 5, Episode 9, Listening, Listening to, to Fear. Fear. This episode originally aired November 28th, 2000, written by Rebecca Krishna and directed by David Solomon. Over to you, Eddie. All right, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Unfortunately, not with this episode. Oh, this really was a stinker, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I actually I had to watch it twice because I went to do my notes and I couldn't remember a fucking thing. <laughs> I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> like, what happened? Something with a... I for, you know, I actually completely forgot about the monster thing. Oh, <laughs> I, really? You know, like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, there's aliens in this episode. So there's aliens in the Buffy no, universe. No, no, it was like summoned from... Oh, I, don't, I can't even remember how they explain it. But, yeah, it, it wasn't actually from out... Like, well, it's terrestrial and he specifically said, not subterranean, extraterrestrial. Yes, yes. But... Then they said it was summoned, though, like it was something that you could summon from space. So, oh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> we're going it, down that road, are we? Well, it is like to quote Dawn. Mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> um, I concur. Yeah, this. This episode, it is almost a step backwards to season one where they were trying to be like the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Yep, the X-Files episode. Yeah. For sure. Um, and the show only really hit its stride when it stopped doing the X-Files <laughs> episodes. I know, Seth Green's already left. We can't do X-Files anymore. <laughs> he was in the first episode, wasn't yes. he? Yep. Yeah. Of X-Files. Yeah. Uh, but... So we'll get back to the X-Files thing because there is probably more to say on yeah. that and why it's so similar to the X-Files. And at the time there were a lot of shows that were kind of doing X-Files. Yeah, they were, it was of, like the Burning Zone. Remember that one? Yeah, Roswell. Roswell, yeah. Well, there's a couple of like crappy knockoff ones that were quickly forgotten. At least Roswell did was something a little different. Yeah. But there were sort of the X-Files... Government Bureau investigating phenomena, rip-off shows. Yeah. I remember seeing like a British one at one stage as well. Okay. Was, yeah. There were lots and lots of these X-File rip-off shows. Yeah. And Buffy was unfortunately one of them, <laughs> but it did become its own thing eventually. Yeah. So this is why I don't particularly like season five. Well, it's one of the reasons is there is this run of three episodes that are just absolute turds. Right. So is this the first? Of the no, th- unfortunately, this is only the second one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got another one next week. Right. <laughs> Yippee. Yippee. But something good does happen at the end of that episode. So so there might be a payoff. Well, that sounds So there is a payoff at the end of that episode. Right. Uh, yeah, but there will be some ranting. <laughs> oh, not the Riley rant. Oh yes, but it'll be the last. Oh no, it probably won't be the last. But yeah, there's a there'll be a Riley rant. Okay. Um, and this episode's very skippable as well. Like, but it's like if you skip these three episodes, like it's you kind of yeah. Well, I suppose the Joyce thing's kind of important, but other than that, it's uh yeah. So there's sort of some important things, but. 
yeah, it's not really that important. No, it's like, not. And I'm trying to think, yeah, most of the time I'd skip this episode. The problem is you can't skip all three, so you've got to watch at least like one of these three episodes. I think normally I'll watch the next one. So what was the previous episode? I can't remember. I know I did it. Shadow. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of... Sneaky-wakey. Yeah. And Riley crying. Yeah, the, the the monster design as well is Ooh. just... Yeah, we'll get into that. All right, yeah. Over two on that one. Yeah. All right, Eddie, let's, uh, let's do a quick summary and we'll get back to it. All right. The Summers women are at the hospital when the doctor informs Joyce she'll have surgery in two days. The gang does their best to patrol and wonder where Riley is as he said he will help. Riley is too busy getting sucked off by a vampire. <laughs> That's what they made it look like. It did, didn't it? It yes. did. For a second, I was like, oh, are we, are we doing this? Oh, no, she's just sucking. It doesn't, doesn't matter what I was thinking. It's just his arm. Just his arm. <laughs> just his arm. Just his arm. The but, next day, like, but it is like an incredibly dodgy looking. Yeah, it's intentionally. It's, it's very <laughs> it's seedy, a very seedy looking situation. Yeah. The next day, Willow brings gifts to Joyce, Buffy and Dawn in hopes of cheering them up. With the brain tumour, Joyce has unusual outbursts and the girls decide to let Joyce rest. Willow and Tara are star watching when they see a large object streaking through the sky and crashing down in Sunnydale. They investigate the crash site and discover something has emerged from it. At the hospital, the creature climbs along the ceiling undetected. Buffy, How? <laughs> Buffy, <laughs> Buffy and Joyce talk to the doctor into letting Joyce go home until her operation. We'll talk about that too. The gang leave to do research after they find the body of the mentally ill patient with weird goo covering his face. Riley stays behind to investigate the scene and calls for military reinforcements. At the hospital, a mental patient is attacked by a demon. Dawn is hurt when Joyce calls her a thing, but Buffy comforts her. Through research, the gang finds the creature is a Quella demon and that it is periodically summoned to rid the world of crazy people. At the summer's home, Dawn listens from her bedroom as Joyce babbles loudly. At first, she appears to be talking to the ceiling. However, it is soon revealed that she is talking to the Quella demon, which is watching her from the ceiling. Buffy sobs while doing dishes. In Joyce's room, the demon falls from the ceiling and spits a thick layer of slime onto Joyce's face. Dawn hears a commotion and runs to check on her mother. Buffy hears a commotion and runs upstairs. She chases it downstairs where she finds Spike coming out of her basement. Together they fight off the demon and Buffy ultimately kills it with a knife. Riley bursts the door with the soldiers seconds too late. Back at the hospital, it is revealed that Ben, the intern, Summon the Queller Demon and revealing he has a connection to Glorificus. In a hospital bed, Joyce has realized the truth about Dawn during a brief experience with insanity, which Buffy confirms to her. Joyce makes Buffy promise to always take care of Dawn as she is wheeled into surgery. The end. Okay. Okay. Right. So, um, question time. <laughs> yes. No. No. We're going to have to talk about this episode. All right. Well, I suppose and the first thing we could talk about, and also in relation to the previous episode, is the design of the bloody Quella Demon. Yeah. 
It, that's, that's two from two from really bad uh, um, costume designs, isn't it? Yes. So it looks like a cross between like a rubber giant rubber cockroach and the fluke worm monster from the X Files. Do you remember the fluke worm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has the f- same face as that fluke worm mm. from the X Files, only with a this weird cockroach body. And yeah. it just looks like this giant turd walking across the ceiling. And how did no one notice that? Like no yeah, one peripheral per- vision no is peripheral really vision. underrated sometimes, I think. It's yeah. it's not like it's a huge cathedral ceiling that you mightn't see something. It's like a hospital ceiling that's less than three meters high. Yeah. Um, that with people walking around everywhere. Mm. And but no- I notice I will notice a tiny fucking spider on the <laughs> ceiling three you know, three Three meters away, yeah. Um, but no, not a not a giant turd monster. No, no, no didn't see that at all. No. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so this is probably the last of the really, really bad creature designs. Hmm. It, it almost seemed a little shoehorned in this creature this week. Like it's like the main story arc, or the A story was, of course, Joyce going through her. Um, her issues, and they had to have the cast do something, and we got to fight a demon. I don't know, like just get this thing in, and crawls and moves, and comes from the sky. Yeah, that'll do. Bit lazy, maybe. Could you think? Yeah, a little, little bit. Like it was. You could make this the her B plot of another story that's a bit more interesting. You know, almost. Yeah. So, but it was sort of meant to be the Slayer, not being a Slayer. Episode. It was like she we'd had, already done this though. Yeah, it was meant to be that she was just trying to concentrate on her life in this episode. Um, With her life holding her back, maybe she needs to get a new life. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um. Well, is it the is it the weight of family tying her down? Maybe. So my reading on it was was that she was trying to take some time away from slaying, but the slaying kind of follows her. <laughs> like she can't really get away from it. Just when I thought I was out. They yeah, exactly. Back in. Um, but uh, there were sort of some big reveals in this episode. Well, Joyce finding out, realising that Dawn wasn't Dawn or... or isn't her daughter. Isn't her daughter, yeah. Well, it was that thing where Buffy so easily could have just gaslit um, Joyce into being like, no, oh, no, of course she's she's mm-hmm. yours, of course she is, you know, you know, just yeah, that's no, that's, that, no, that's no, just look, a crazy you had, talk. You, yeah, you, that's just crazy talk, <laughs> exactly. Like that was just that was just the tumor. Like no, no, she's fine. Like, mm. uh, but no, she lets her mum know straight up. Yeah, yeah, no. that's not crazy talk. <laughs> No, I know. Yeah. That's my brother. Crazy talk. We're all a little worried <laughs> yes. about him. Uh, so that that was sort of a nice moment. Um, and also you learn about Ben's... Ben has some kind of connection to Glory. I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Is it obvious at this, at this point? I kind of gave it away a little earlier when you saw him walk somewhere, then you saw her. Yeah. Was that a giveaway that, or you no, just like that, didn't know what was going on you then? Didn't, you just didn't know what was okay. going on in that, that situation. Uh, but I thought they'd introduce Ben as a potential love interest for when they finally get rid of white bread. It's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I I still think that actually. I thought maybe he might be. No? 
Yeah, maybe he might be. Maybe, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Hard. But maybe he also has a connection to glory. Mm. Um, there's some sort of connection and he's all – and he's constantly cleaning up after her. Yeah. So – Poor Beneficus. Beneficus, yeah. Beneficus. Yeah. So I think you know where that's mm. – <laughs> Yeah, so that, that was the big um, reveal. But also their treatment of uh, – the mentally ill within this episode, you know, like just treating those people as if they're absolutely nothing is like has dated poorly. Did they? Or, was it, or just locking them in to their beds and just oh, walking no, just, away? Just their treatment within this episode, the fact that Ben calls a queller demon to come and kill all these people. They're, they're not people to him. Oh, okay. Hang on. I, I just, just worked this out. So all these people were sent crazy by... Glory. Glory and he was and he was tidying. Oh, okay. I didn't understand the connection of that. Of why he summoned the demon. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I just worked that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flash over here. Okay. Yeah, because she, you, you've seen her brain suck people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was like the guy she interrogated. Yeah. The guy that she. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. As I said, like they're not even treated as people in this yeah. episode. Like they're. They're completely disposable. Well, I suppose he must know that there's nothing anyone can do for them. Is that sort of the decision he's made? Like their their brains are uh, liquid now? Like there's nothing, you know, they're just going to be a burden on their families and stuff for the rest of their life? Well, the whole thing was is that the ones that were in the hospital didn't have families. Oh, yes. No, but the guy who ran off, well, that was just bad timing, was it? No, 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 no. He had gone home to his... Family, and that's what Ben said that they weren't equipped to look after him because he needed 24 hour care, as in he would probably just wander off, which he did, <laughs> which he did, yeah, because they weren't equipped to look after him. So, is it? I know it's not a nice thing to say, but from his point of view, um, was get rid of, rid of them, were they better off in some ways? Is that, yeah, his justification for it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, why do it in the first place anyway? Because there was an abnormally large amount of... There was no more room in the bloody mental hospital. Like, there was no more room in that ward. That was the issue. So, he's doing it in a perspective of freeing the hospital up? Is that what his sort of motive was at the hospital? Or was it more to conceal her? I think it's more to conceal her. That all these people that would draw attention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, that makes it a little more interesting. All right. Hmm. So this is what happens when you stare at your phone when you're watching something. Yes, exactly. You miss everything. <laughs> you miss everything. Well, you've probably seen this a few more times. So, I have you know, seen it a few more times. I didn't, I didn't get that but it's connection. Not like, but it's not like I had a mobile phone when I first watched this. <laughs> All you got is a VCR and a lot of fucking time to rewatch, rewatch, rewatch. Yeah. Uh All right. So I'll get to one aspect of this, another aspect. There's a few of them, yeah. Keep going. So, another aspect that really annoys me. Oh, okay. I thought it was talking positive then. All right. Here, go on. Annoys me in this episode is the fact that the doctor lets Joyce go home. Okay. Now, okay, let's talk about this. It was a really dumb idea. However, you're not a prisoner at our hospital, if you want to leave, then then I can't. Yes, but she wasn't in a state of mind. No, she wasn't. But uh, and she was also putting a lot of st- like I just I think she was putting a lot of stress and pressure on Buffy 
Uh, and I think it was very, very selfish of her. She also had these uncontrollable bursts. Yeah. And pretty much she comes home and pr- absolutely traumatises the shit out of Dawn. Yeah. Um, like it was just not I mean, a good idea. No, it wasn't. But what, I suppose you're in that situation. She really wants to leave. and Yeah, but Buffy and- also wasn't equipped to look after her. Like she didn't have medical training to look after her and yeah. she probably needed more care. Would than you what- blame the doctor, do you? Well, yeah, he should have said no. You really need to – like he should have said no – he should have actually stood up for Buffy and sort of said, "No, it's not fair on your." Well, Buffy was insisting too, wasn't she? Buffy was just trying, was going along with her mum. Yeah. She realised that her mum. She just wanted to do what her mum wanted her to do, but he should have said, mm. "Look, it's probably too much of a stress." Yeah. No, I thought it was on a horrible on your, idea. On your, you know, how old is she? She's nineteen. Yeah. It's probably too much of a stress on your 19-year-old and who's also looking after her kid sister. And supposed to be doing college. Yeah, and supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Given that up. But on the flip side, though, had she not have, she probably would have been killed. Well, what if she? Because Buffy would have been, like, Buffy was with her the whole time. Well, not at the hospital. Yeah, no, she she was with her the whole time. Well, she said, you know, can we go? And it's like, yeah, I think it's a good, you know. Yeah. So, but she mightn't have been there. Buffy was at the hospital when the Queller Demon was there. Yeah, but like if she'd left without her mother. No, but she was spending all her time. Yeah, but. But the Queller Demon left with her anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like Right, the, okay, yeah. Like it wouldn't have actually made a difference. Well, it, like it might have No, gone, it left with her because, because the mother was with her. Yeah. So, so had she left without her mother. But she would have been still. At the, she would. She would have been at the hospital with her mum. Oh, you're assuming she would have been. Well, no, that was always her. Like she was always planning to stay yeah. at the hospital. What if she decided to not be at the hospital that night and go home? But she hadn't. That that was the whole thing. All right, That's okay. Why All right. <laughs> All right. Going in circles here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I thought it was really unfair of Joyce to put that responsibility mm. on Buffy as well. It was just a bit selfish. It was reckless, yeah. Very reckless, yeah. Um, And, yeah, and the fact that she was saying really, really horrible things and then couldn't actually remember the horrible things. Well, she, she was, was doing saying. it prior to her leaving, so yeah. it should have been pretty obvious that it, it's not good for her to leave. Yeah, so hated that. It's also very unnerving watching Joyce have those outbursts mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Um. Okay, I'll go on my Riley rant now. Okay. All right. Like, Riley like fuck him. <laughs> fuck Riley. Yeah, that, that scene. Um, so, well, actually, it starts out that he tells Buffy that he's going to be patrolling with the gang. The Scooby gang yep. and Riley are going to be patrolling together so Buffy can be with her mum and he doesn't show up. And he's getting a vamp job. Yeah, he's getting a vamp job. <laughs> And it's pretty much they show him in this very seedy, like... Heroin den-looking yeah, like place. <laughs> like a, yeah, like this junky den building, hmm. dilapidated. He's in this rotten chair. Um, and you just hear slurping <laughs> noises and this head moving up and down. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it looks like he's something else is happening. And I think he's, like, going harder. Like, like he's saying, like... <laughs> Does he say like it's harder or? I don't know. 
There's something I, I can't really remember what it is. So yeah, it's it's very, very, very suggestive. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. And and yeah, it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth. Um and you see that the gang and prior to <laughs> that was no pun intended. None. Um that but the gang was actually in quite a bit of danger in that opening scene. Yeah. Um these there was like these giant these Amazonian vamps giant Amazon wrestler women. I I actually had to look that woman up. I'm like, who is that woman? She was massive. <laughs> she mm. was towering over both of them. Like when she's standing up and she's holding both Xander and Giles, and she's just huge. Like she's just towering over both of them. Um, a stunt woman. Just a stunt woman's done lots of work, lots of TV shows. Katie Rowe, her name was. I don't think she's related to Debbie Rowe. I didn't look okay. that. Um, I thought maybe she might have been a wrestler or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like when I saw her, I thought, oh, is yeah. she like was she like like a famous wrestler at the time? Well, or? not a famous one that I know of, but uh, but no, she was a stump. Just uh, just yeah, still working today. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, huh. still going strong. It's six foot three. Yeah, she's huge. Who who's six foot three that she's going <laughs> to be a stunt woman for? <laughs> Uh, there's lots of shows there. I don't know. Like the only thing that I can think of is like Gwendolyn Christie, who's like six foot three or something. Yeah, yeah, That's not not too it. many. Yeah, that's yeah, about her. How she yeah. probably do her own stunts, stunts anyway. <laughs> Possibly. And who gave you permission to remove that helmet? Um. So they have tried to portray that. Uh, you know, Riley's like deep in his addiction to getting. Yeah, but yeah. just not showing up. He's late. So, yeah. Where's Riley? What's he doing? Yeah, uh, and he calls in the military, and he doesn't tell anyone that he's doing that. Also, so. Oh no, he didn't. No. No, so he no. didn't tell anyone, and he called them in. Um, he was like, uh, "I'm just gonna keep investigating." Yeah. Um. Yeah, and calls in the military again. The game that was it felt very. X Filesy doing that, yeah. Like, getting especially the with the in. choppers, like the choppers coming in, found yeah. X Filesy out in the woods. X Files mm. always out in the woods, except it didn't look like Canada. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Uh so had you seen this episode? No, no, new episode for me. Definitely a freshie. Yeah. So, oh, although it was good to see Spike. Briefly at the Briefly. end. Briefly. Briefly. And again, it was that what thing. What was he doing in the basement? Stealing photos of her. <laughs> Just gone full stalker mode, hasn't he? Yeah. Underpants, photos. Yep. Mm, what's he going to do with those? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, yeah, so it was that thing where he was there and Riley wasn't. Again. Again. Yeah. And it did seem like a situation where perhaps Riley should have been there. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that's what I should talk about is you have been completely unfair on Buffy. Uh, she has that scene where she's at the kitchen sink. Yeah. And it's probably that thing where it's the only time she's kind of been alone mm-hmm. and she just starts sobbing. Yeah. And has this little breakdown and again. She gets about two minutes of that. Yeah. And then straight in the action. <laughs> yeah. And again, it, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And just... Just thinking now, I don't think Riley and Buffy were on screen together. Oh, they were. Oh, were they? Yeah, they were. When was that? Because uh, he does burst in with the Oh, right at the end, right at the yeah. end, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, again, yeah, so 
Spike's there and helps her. Mm. Riley comes in at the last minute and is too there. little. And it does, too late. and it and it sort of does feel like Spike's always like is there for her when she needs someone, and Riley isn't. Like there's just this mismatch of timing. Yeah. Um. And did you go down any rabbit holes? Uh, I've got one slight little thing I wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. Uh, something Willow mentioned when they're talking about asteroids and the Tunguskan event. Ah, okay, yeah. The Tunguskan event. Hang Have you heard of ep- this? That's, isn't that an episode of X Files as well? It possibly could be. One where they like cut off their arms so that they can't do the experiments. Uh, I don't think it is that. It's not to do with mutilating. <laughs> no, bodies. no, no. But they're in Russia. And there was, might be an area. And there was an asteroid that yeah. fell. Yeah. Yeah. And then they were doing experiments in that area and the locals were cutting off their arms so that they couldn't get um, experimented on. Oh, okay. No, I do not remember that it, one. It's a really horrific episode. And like you <laughs> see Mulder, like um, he gets like tied down and black stuff, like that black shit thrown on his face. Right. Yeah. Kind of like what that monster did where it, Spat shit on your face. Mm, okay, maybe a connection yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> the Tunguskan event. Yes, yeah, so an area in Russia called Tunguskan in the middle of Siberia mm-hmm. was hit by a meteorite. Well, not really hit. It possibly pancaked, and that means it explodes in the atmosphere, mm. which apparently is worse than a meteor hitting the ground. Okay. Yeah. Uh, happened over 100 years ago, 1909. In absolute middle of fucking nowhere, which is actually a blessing because no one was officially killed. Maybe maybe three, they're not too sure. This is going back over 100 years ago. Mm. Um, and no one really knew about it for, or no one really investigated, I should say, for another 10 years because it was such a hard area to get to uh, and things were, people were kind of busy with other stuff at the time. Um, There's about 8 million trees were completely vaporized. If this hit like in a populated city, it would virtually kill everyone in an instant. Mm. This is like an atomic bomb, thousand times stronger than Hiroshima. Yeah. Um, It's just fascinating to read about this. And uh, no no one's 100% sure. It's best guess. Like the research into it was limited at the time. But they believe it was a a meteorite that hit and, yeah, just completely vaporized this whole area, a huge area. and to this day, it's it's still a bit of a mystery. It's the best guess of what really happened, but it's just a fascinating story. I recommend checking it out. Um, if, if a meteorite like that, as I said, hit any populated city, it would just completely destroy something on like an apop- apocalyptic sort of level. But luck have it, it hit in the middle of nowhere. I'm not sure what would happen if that hit over the ocean or what would do that, but it was, yeah, um, a pretty interesting read actually, the, the Tunguskan event. So if you're into that stuff. Meteorites, minerals and rocks. You'll love it. <laughs> That's probably the most interesting thing of this episode, the yeah. event that uh, Willow mentioned. Uh, that's it for me. Okay. Uh, ready to get in question time? Sure. Answer the question. Okay. Jared, which character was your favourite? These questions were really, really hard this week. <laughs> they were really, really hard because no one was no one was really good. There was nothing great. I just wrote down Spike. 
Yeah, I, I, I too had a lot of issues <laughs> doing the question. Yeah, this is really, um, really tough. Yes, yeah, so I, I just went with Buffy. Yeah, yeah, very vanilla, isn't it? Yep. Uh, which character do you love to hate? I guess the slug monster. Although Joyce was a little annoying yeah, too. Yeah, I, I kind of went with Joyce. Yeah, actually, I'll change it to Joyce. She yeah. was. She would. She actually trauma was traumatizing both yeah. her kids. The monster's just being the monster. You know, that's just what he does. You yeah. know, he's just Can't doing his job. He's, he's doing his thing. Doing his job. That's that's what he was there to he, summon he, to do. He, he summons to his... kill the lunatics. Yeah, poor Quella Demon was just doing his job. I know. Slug it around. Poor little fella. <laughs> Poor little fella. <laughs> Just had to kill a lot of people. LOL moment. Yeah, I actually didn't fill this in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I couldn't think of anything that was funny. Um, mine's the unfortunate. It's it's not even a joke. It's the fact it's supposed to be scary, but instead it's just laughable. And it's the where Joyce is babbling at the ceiling and then like a, the camera pulls back. <laughs> And you you realize you realize that like the the quella demons on the ceiling, but it, it literally looks like there's a giant poo <laughs> on the on the ceiling. Actually, it was kind of funny when when Buffy's like stabbing the demon and all oh, the quella did thing, and he like just sort of passes out on her. Yeah, and she's just standing there, sitting there with the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of um, funny, I guess. All right, favorite fight scene. I guess the intro fight was pretty good. Yeah, that that's like that's, there, there that's the only one really one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's the one at the end with the quilt, but yeah, it's it's a pretty not, terrible. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Um, yeah, with those Amazonian women. Yeah. Well done. That's the exact same one that I have, and Willow Willow dusts them both. Yeah, on your Willow. Even though she's like half the size, <laughs> half the size <laughs> of those women. Even, I don't even know how she. We're talking them. about she's half the size. Xander's half the size of those fucking women. <laughs> okay, she's a quarter of the size of them. Um, I don't know how she quite reached the heart. <laughs> yeah, I think she had a little ladder there. <laughs> um, me wants snow, snow. Uh, favorite scene. Well, actually, as you just mentioned, the Joyce rambling. Yeah. When she's saying, I don't like you looking at me with those eyes and it's just showing her and you just think, oh, she's completely gone. Yeah. I had a feeling they were going to do the bait and switch of the thing yeah, was, yeah. was right there. But, yeah, that was yeah my favourite, I okay. think. Yeah, no, my my favourite scene was probably the Willow and Tara on the rooftop and they're just randomly camped out stargazing mm. for the plot. <laughs> but they do have this very sweet moment where they're talking about the... The stars. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cute moment. It's cute. Very cute. Uh, least favourite scene. Uh, I'm going to go with the poor peripheral vision of all the staff at the hospital not seeing the giant turd on the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, I would... I'll let that one... Yeah. That, that's, that's definitely that's, a yeah. There's a lot scene. of... I don't know. Um. Yeah, go with that. Yeah, mine's the... Riley in the crack house getting his arm sucked. Not his vamp job. Oh, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um, the little suggestible scene, and yeah. that girl also looks like a, like that vampire also looks like a crack whore. Mm. <laughs> like, a methany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's <laughs> probably the, she looks like a methany. Poor methany. Hey boys, is it Randy's birthday already? Favorite quote. 
Um, I can probably have the same one. Uh, Xander says, I still don't get why we come here to get info about a killer snot demon. Giles replies, because it's a killer snot monster from outer space. I did not just say that, did I? Yeah, that's the exact same one that I Yeah, yep. okay. Because it's actually the only good quote in yep. this entire episode. Nice little quip there. Yeah. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? Well, I gave it to Dawn and Buffy for taking Joyce home. Okay. Yeah. But I, you I, blame Joyce for that. Yeah. All right, let's move on from that then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I went with the Quella demon. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy, just doing his job. Yeah. Well, he killed a few of them, so yeah. it didn't do too, but too he bad. didn't get to kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he mostly killed them. He mostly killed them. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> uh who is the MVP of the episode? Well, I don't know. Can you get the MVP in the wooden spoon? Fitzroy did it once. They want, They got the wooden spoon and the grand final. Okay. Did you know that? No. Yeah. It was during the war. They only had four teams in the competition. Okay. And the top four go to finals. So they finished last and then won every game and won the grand final. Oh, okay. It's probably the only time that's ever going to happen. Okay. True. So it can happen. You can get the wooden spoon and MVP. Yeah. Fitzroy did it 100 years ago. So it's a record that will never be broken. Yes. Um, I'm throwing sport question things to uh, Eddie and she hates it. Yeah. I have zero interest in football from – or AFL football from 100 years ago. Oh, don't know what you're missing out on. So many um, stats. <laughs> uh I went for the MVP was uh, Buffy, um, even though she was really struggling. Mm-hmm. She did manage to kill the demon in the end. Yeah. Yep. All right. Last and final, final question. question. What do you rate the episode out of 10 using something from the show? I gave it a rating of two smelly, stinky goo things from someone's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I do like how they all reacted to it. It gave yeah. it a sense of, oh, that must really stink, you know. Yeah. Don't don't touch it. <laughs> uh, but he, I think he did the X-Files thing where he put the pen he in did, it. He did, yeah. It's very X-Files-y, isn't it? Putting the pen in the goo. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I went one out of ten inappropriate gifts while in hospital. Oh, what'd, you, what'd you get her? Like a beer helmet. <laughs> That's right. For someone that's going in for brain surgery. A beer, a beer helmet. Maybe you could put insulin Oh, in And what do you call saline? Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, what the fuck was that? A beer drinking helmet. She doesn't seem like someone who would normally drink beer aside from the brain tumor they're having, an operation. Yes, but the last thing you give someone with a brain tumor? A hat. <laughs> like... Yeah, but like, and alcohol. Uh, no, but like a, a heavy a heavy hat and alcohol, yeah. Like, I know you don't have to drink beer out of it, but still, heavy helmet on yeah. that uh, area. No. <laughs> no. Did I just sort of have the props department saying, hey, well, there's got to give a gift to Joyce. She gives us something and everyone's like fumbling around. Mm. Oh, we got this uh, beer hat thing. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? 
That's how much care they had in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we've got this giant turd monster. No one's going to notice that. I, 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 you know what? I, I did forget about the bee helmet until you <laughs> mentioned it <laughs> yeah. because of the shit monster. So, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, I think you're absolutely right. No one's going to remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Let's. Uh... All right, Eddie. Uh, Another short episode. I guess I don't want to babble on too much about this, so uh, we're just going to wrap this up, are we? Yeah. All right. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And if you want to find us on the internet, you already have. That's yeah. it, isn't it? Yeah. It's accomplished. But you can also find us oh, on yes. TikTok, Twitter. Instagram, there is a Facebook group, and you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help with the podcast, there is also a link tree on the socials to our merch store. Yes, call to action. Well done, Eddie. Yay! Proud of you. All right. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Eddie makes so many nice videos on TikTok. Give her a like. She likes that. Don't you, Eddie? <laughs> yes, I do like that. Until next time, take care. Bye. Bye. Girl,